So the qualified dividend and long-term capital gains tax rates, there are, there are still only three rates that are still in place for dividends and long-term capital gains. They're 0%, 15%, and 20% of the high end, which as you'll note, and this is extremely important when it comes to tax and retirement planning, the highest long-term capital gains tax rate is 20%. The highest income tax rate is 37%. So there's a significant advantage to owning or long-term investing versus generating income. Okay. Hi, and welcome back to another Money Not Math episode. I appreciate you taking the time to watch or listen to this episode and hope it brings value to you on your retirement planning journey. If it does, please help me provide more value to more people by sharing this episode with a friend and leaving a comment or review. I love to help people have more confidence in their financial future. My mission is to provide the highest quality advice and service to clients possible. Therefore, I limit myself to 100 active clients or less at all times. Please reach out with retirement planning questions or requests for future Money Not Math topics at drew at fivestonefinancial.com. Remember, this content is not legal, tax, or investment advice. You should always consult a qualified professional regarding your personal situation. Thank you. And with that, let's jump into today's episode. Good afternoon and welcome back to the Money Not Math conversation. It is December 28th. Hope everyone had a Merry Christmas or whatever holiday you celebrated. Happy holidays and Happy New Year in the next few days. I hope you enjoy your New Year's celebrations with your families or whoever you spend time with. Um, with that, also a special, special shout out and congratulations to my dad. Uh, after 44 years of working at Northern State Bank, he had his uh, celebration at work today as his tomorrow is his last day of work before he retires. Uh, so special congratulations to him. With that, we'll jump into today's conversation where I will be referencing an article by on Morningstore.com uh, titled Your 2024 Tax Fact Sheet and Calendar. So we'll be highlighting the updated facts of your taxes and important dates to be aware of. Keep in mind, I am not a CPA. I'm not licensed to give tax advice. I am licensed to give advice to my clients on how their retirement planning will affect their taxes. All right. So this is general information. If you want more specific information, you will have to be my client. However, this is general information that hopefully brings you or someone you know of value when it comes to your 2024 tax planning. So with that, let's jump right into the conversation or the article, uh, better said. So in 2024, there weren't uh, any seismic changes or massive changes. However, some, there have been some updates. So there's still seven tax brackets for that impact all taxpayers. If you are watching this video, you can, I'll share my screen and you can follow along with this article because there's going to be a lot of numbers. If you're listening to this conversation, I'll do my best to highlight the numbers in a helpful, but not too convoluted way. All right. So in 2024 federal income tax brackets for single pairs, uh, the 10% tax bracket is for income up made up to 11,600. The 12% tax bracket is 11,600 to 47,150. 22% tax bracket, 47,150 to 100,525. 24% tax bracket, 100,525 to 191,950. The 32% tax bracket is 191,950 to 243,725. The 35% tax bracket is 243,725 to 609,350. And the 37% marginal tax bracket is $609,350 or more. And those are all for, for single pairs. Now, this is my reminder. Your marginal tax bracket does not equal the amount of taxes you actually pay. All right. So what I mean by that is if you make $300,000, that puts you in the 35% marginal tax bracket. 
you only pay, but you don't pay 35% income taxes, federal income taxes on all $300,000 of income. You only pay 35% on the amount above 243,725. And then you pay 32% for the amount between 192,243,000, 24% for the amount below that and so on and so forth. So just keep in mind, I won't go through any more than that, but just remember, remember, remember the marginal tax rate you are in is not the amount of taxes you actually pay on your full income, okay? It's just the only amount you pay above that bracket minimum, okay? So moving forward, and I won't keep going on that, but please reach out if you have questions or talk to your CPA, all right? So for, for 2024 married couples filing jointly, those brackets are as such, 10% up to 23,200, 12% up to 94,300, 22% up to 201,050, 24% up to 383,900, 32% up to 487,450, 35% up to 731,200, and 37% up for $731,200 or more. Now, again, if you're listening, and that was a lot of numbers to track, I will include the link so you can jump, you can check out this article for and see the numbers for yourself or reach out with questions. The standard deduction amounts are increasing by a healthy amount in 2024. Uh, they will be $14,600 for single filers and $29,200 for married couples filing jointly. So what that means is if you are a single person and we'll use, just use easy math and you make $100,000, if the standard deduction is $14,600, you're only taxed on $85,400 of your income. They take off the top $14,600 as your single file deduction. Now, if you own a business or, or donate a bunch of money or make a ton of charitable contributions, whatever that might mean, where you have a bunch of write-offs you and you have more than $14,600 of write-offs, then of course your deduction may be more than that, but most people don't have more write-offs than their standard deduction. On the married couples filing jointly side, if the, if the married couples filing jointly standard deduction is $29,200 uh, and you make $100,000 as an example, you're only get, you're going to take 29,200 off the top and you're going to pay taxes on 71,100 if i did the math right or sorry 70,800 uh hopefully i did the math right there but please call me out and let me know if i didn't um so continuing on people over the age of 65 or blind can claim an additional $1,550 per person for their standard deduction or $1,950 for unmarried people over age 65 so again, standard deductions are important. Um, not that it should make a massive difference on how your taxes are paid, assuming you're filing them properly or you're paying someone to file them properly. But where it can make a difference is just in your lifestyle and the decisions you make. On one end, uh, I know some people who used to donate a lot of money don't as much anymore because they don't get the write-off. On the other end, hopefully you're just doing it because it makes your heart feel better and it's out of the kindness of your soul. And on the other end, uh, just recently, I sold a raffle ticket to someone who wanted to save a, a picture of their stub for tax time. When I asked them, do you you know, go above your standard deduction? They said, well, no. And that's a case where they probably don't need to save their stub, right? So again, that all that comes into play with your CPA or whoever files your taxes, but just things to keep in mind. Continuing on, the AMT exempt amounts, the exemption amounts for alternative minimum tax are increasing slightly in 2024 to 85,700 for single filers and 133,300 for married couples filing jointly. The exemption amount amounts phase out for single filers with alternative minimum taxable incomes of more than 609,350 and 
1218700 for married couples filing jointly. The estate slash gift tax exemption, this amount is increasing in 2024. Again, these are federal numbers to $13.61 million per individual. And the annual gift tax exclusion is increasing to $18,000 from $17,000 in 2023. Again, those are federal numbers. Uh, the annual gift tax uh, can definitely impact uh, quite a few people. The uh, estate tax doesn't impact many people, but if you are a high net worth affluent person, it could impact you. The 2000 or have a, just a, a large amount of assets, right? So the 2024 important tax facts for investors, right? So this investors only. My job is to understand this information for most of my clients. Most of my clients aren't required to know all of this, uh, but it does impact you if you're investing. So if you're a DIY or just like to know these in this information could be impactful for you. So the qualified dividend and long-term capital gains tax rates, there are, there are still only three rates that are still in place for dividends and long-term capital gains. They're 0%, 15%, and 20% of the high end, which as you'll note, and this is extremely important when it comes to tax and retirement planning, the highest long-term capital gains tax rate is 20%. The highest income tax rate is 37%. So there's a significant advantage to owning or long-term investing versus generating income, okay, from a tax standpoint. So for 0% single taxpayers with income, there's the your incomes are between $0 and 47,025. If that's your income range as a single person, you pay 0% long-term capital gains rates. For married couples filing jointly, incomes between zero and 94,050 will pay 0%. Um, for the 15% bracket, it applies to single taxpayers with incomes between 47,026 and 518,900. So again, massive difference between income tax rates and capital gains rates. At $47,000 income rates, you're paying about 12% income tax rate, which is actually less than the capital gains rate, okay? But on the high end, at $518,000 of capital gain of income to get a 15% capital gains rate, $518,000 of income as an individual would put you at a 35% income rate, okay? So that's a 20% difference between capital gains rates and income rates. Whereas on the low end, it's actually better to pay income taxes. And on the high end, it's 20% better to pay um, capital gains rates. So for married couples filing jointly, those incomes vary of, are between $94,051 and $583,750 for 15% uh, capital gains tax rate. Now at the highest end, 20% rate, single taxpayers with incomes over 518,900 and married couples filing jointly with incomes over 583,750. So again, you're, you're now determining if you're in the highest end of income earning, you're now determining if you wanna pay 35 or 37% income taxes or if you can manipulate it through your planning, 20% uh, long-term capital gains rates. So all important things to be aware of when it comes to both short, but especially long-term tax planning, and especially in my world retirement planning. So the Medicare surtax, as in years past, an additional 3.8% Medicare surtax will apply to the lesser of net investment income or the excess of modified adjusted gross income over $200,000 for single taxpayers and $250,000 for married couples filing jointly. IRA contribution limits, both Roth or, Roth or traditional, are at $7,000 under age 50 and $8,000 age 50 and over. Income limits for deductible IRA contributions, 
are single filers covered by retirement plan at work. So there's just a whole bunch of numbers. I There's a lot of different variations I don't want to run through here. I'd encourage you to reach out or read the article if you want these. I would get just confusing if I were to go through all the different scenarios here. Uh, big thing to remember there, you still do have catch-up contributions if you're over 60 years old. Uh, income limit, uh, Roth IRA contribution limits, you're looking at single filers, 146,000. Um, what else we got here? I don't want to throw everything at you guys here and bore you to death. Uh, total 401k contribution limits in 2024 is $69,000 if, if under 50. If over 50, 76,500. So that can be helpful if you're trying to catch up at the end of your career. Uh, separate contribution limits, 69,000 or 25%. Um, like I said, there's a bunch of there's a bunch of numbers here that I don't want to just throw it at you guys. So I'll leave it there. As far as July, uh, 2024, important tax dates to remember. There's, a, there's quite a few of them here. So I'll just list the first three. Uh, January 1st, new IRA retirement plan and HJ contribution income limits go into effect for the 2024 tax year. And January 16th, estimated tax payments due for the fourth quarter of 2023. And April 15th, individual tax returns are due for 2023 tax year. Last day to contribute to an IRA for the 2023 tax year. Uh, 2023 contribution limits are $6,500 under age 50 and $7,500 for age 50 and above. La uh, it's also the last day to contribute to HSA for the 2023 tax year. 2023 contribution, contribution limits were $3,850 for single coverage. Contributor under age 55, $4,850 for single coverage. Contrib contributor age 55 and above, uh, $7,750 for family coverage. Contributor age under 55, $8,750 for family coverage over 55. So hopefully this is conversations helpful. I know that's a lot of information that can be kind of dry, but hopefully something in there is valuable for you or someone you know. Uh, please let reach out with questions and I hope you have a great rest of your day. Like I said before, happy new year. Thanks. Bye.